Welcome to the Berto Calkins podcast. This is episode 15. And today we are talking about financial health. Just being transparent, I am not a financial guru. This is not really to give advice, but really just to talk about my own experience as a kid into an adult and how finances have influenced me. So oftentimes when people talk about mental health, they talk about habits and therapy, all of these things that are valid, but we don't really talk about finances. Like, well, I don't really hear too many people talk about finances when it comes to mental health. And not being financially literate can be a burden on your mental health. And I'm just speaking from my own experience. As many of you know, I was raised in the projects. I spent the majority of my life living in the projects. And one of the main things that influenced how I viewed finances was how my mom dealt with finances after her divorce from my father. So from the outside looking in, it looked like my mom relied on my father. He worked for the MTA and, you know, having five kids that you have to take care of, most likely somebody's going to have to be at home most of the time. So I'm assuming that when my father was working, my mom would be taking care of us. So when a divorce happened, it took a toll on us financially. We had to rely on welfare a lot more. I'm not sure. I don't think we were on welfare before. I'm not too sure. But I know that it was very much a part of our daily lives. And when I got old enough to go to the store to buy like snacks and stuff like that, I was really embarrassed to use my food stamps, even though my friends were too. Like I would try to hide it. Like I would wait so I wouldn't like pay in front of my friends and them make fun of me or anything like that. And it was like everybody was pretty much doing the same thing, but people would like make fun of each other for that type of thing. So I would wait to pay just <laughs> to make sure that my friends weren't in the store different things like that and i'll never forget that feeling like it was so uncomfortable like i was just like why am i so embarrassed about this but like i didn't like the fact that i had to rely on something like that and i thought about you know having more money in the future and i remember one time that i was like looking out the window and then i saw a bunch of my friends they were a part of a baseball team and i was just like yo i want to be a part of a baseball team too this specific team because i saw like all of my friends going to the fdr drive from out my window and i was like you know what let me run down to see how i can be a part of the baseball team so i went to talk to the coach one time and he told me x amount of dollars that i needed to get on the team I don't know. It probably wasn't even that much. It was probably like $10, $13. I don't know. Something like that. But we really didn't have much. But we did have food stamps. So with the food stamps, I remember going down a block like back and forth, going to different stores and buying, let's say, gum for like 10 cents or a Swedish fish for like 5 cents just so I can get the change back. And then I would add all of the change up so for instance i would spend a dollar or spend 10 cents from a dollar from one place and then i would do it at another store then i would do it at another store so i was getting the actual change together because i was like i can't pay that fee in food stamps so i'm just gonna pay it in change so then by the time like i was on a team and stuff like that like i was gonna pay the coach 
and he knew about <laughs> i'm assuming that he knew about the financial situation i don't know i think i might have brought him a bunch of change but he was like no it's okay like you can keep it it's all right and <laughs> i was so happy about that that i didn't have to like spend that money but like the fact that i had to do that in the first place made me feel like weird but you know i had to do what i had to do i was not gonna not be on the team i wanted to be on the team really bad and i remember even one time at school i think i was in fifth grade or maybe sixth grade but my teacher one of my teachers she, she was so nice and I remember they had like a sale at the school, like a bunch of stuff that people brought in and they would just sell like, I don't know. But I remember the teacher gave us like a big jar of change and maybe there was a few dollars in there too. I don't know. But they gave us this sum of money from the sales of that specific event and we were so grateful i think my mom might have been crying i don't know but i remember like we needed that like there would be times where it was like tough for us to eat because we didn't have much and then on top of that other bills that you have to pay you know like it's a never-ending thing but that definitely let me know how poor we were <laughs> just the fact that we had to like get some outside help in order to you know sustain so in that time my mom was opening up credit cards and using them to help support us and my mom was trying to keep us happy and my brothers and stuff was trying to like keep up with certain like trends and stuff with dressing a certain way and stuff like that and it didn't help when it came to finances and me i just it made me not want to take much for my mom like when it came to like money to buy things like tangible things that we couldn't use so that really shaped how i looked at like finances and spending and my mom did eventually start working when my other siblings like moved out and it was just like me and my brother and she would give us allowance but with getting allowance i would not spend money i wouldn't like buy lunch at school i would just i would just save my money just because i was so afraid of not having money like i had to i had to have money on me so it made me feel more comfortable going through my daily life having more money on me but things were still like far from great like money was still an issue and i remember when ipods started really coming out and like becoming more popular and whatnot and i really love music and i wanted an ipod and for a brief moment i considered robbing somebody for an ipod and it's because like when i was younger i thought that like all white people were financially in a good place and oftentimes there would be white people that would be like jogging and stuff like that like in our neighborhood so they would pass the projects to go to the fdr drive just so they can jog and they would be wearing their headphones from their ipods and you know all of this stuff and i was just like yo i'm never gonna be able to afford something like this so like i'm about to take this from somebody and i remember telling this to like one of my friends who was like really doing things that you probably shouldn't as a kid like some criminal things but he told me he was like nah don't do that it's not worth it like don't don't do that for an ipod like chill chill 
But that goes to show you how much finances can influence like what you do. And if I would have made that decision, despite me doing well in all other areas of my life, then I would have been in jail for that, like that one decision, because I thought that I wouldn't be able to afford an iPod. And crime happens everywhere, but we know it often happens in lower income communities just because people have that mentality. Like they feel like they don't have much and they're going to take whatever they need to take in order to feel happy, to feel more secure about themselves, you know? So as I did mention, I was saving a lot of money, but the time when I stopped really saving like that is when I got into a relationship with my daughter's mom, just because like we would go out to eat and that was pretty new for me to be spending money, that much money, like on food and stuff like that. So that's where I started getting a little bit comfortable with like my finances, like not comfortable as in like income comfortable but comfortable spending it which i was just like damn like it was i felt like i had thousands of dollars and then like the next day it felt like it all just disappeared from me so that's when i started seeing the influence of certain relationships on finances <laughs> And I never really wanted to rely on anybody else financially, and I did not want the embarrassment of doing the welfare thing again. But I remember when my daughter was born, her grandmother from her mom's side convinced us to get on WIC, which is, you know, to support getting food and formula for kids, for babies. And I didn't even feel comfortable with that. I hated WIC. Like, I hated that I would have to get online with papers and then have to wait for the cashier to type in all of these numbers or whatever and then have people waiting behind me it was just so stressful like it was something that I don't think we absolutely needed to do it did help but I hated that feeling and it reminded me of being on welfare so I was just like yo I I hate this like why am I always having to do this and i felt like it was me mostly like getting the wick stuff but it was so annoying it was embarrassing and needless to say i was happy when the wick thing was done i was just a person that would rather rely on myself making money than on like outside forces to help me and make me feel embarrassed about doing these things i don't know another area where lack of money has influenced me was hanging out with friends and like doing specific things like going out to the movies and stuff like that i mean i would do it sometimes but as i became older i would do less of those things because i felt like i had like less money so it kind of robs you of certain experiences because you don't have the money to support those experiences and if you're anything like me you don't like to ask people for help you don't like to ask people for much of anything you just rely on yourself so i would just have less experiences because i had a lack of finances so it bothered me knowing that i was limited in my ability to do things just because i didn't really have that much money and i remember in college i was talking to some girl and she told me one of these times like she was like oh i don't want to have a lot of money because i want other people to have it and i understand that like we were young during that time in college but like that really 
made me like look at her differently i'm like why would you not want to have a lot of money money like don't you want to be comfortable yourself and the more money you have the more money you can give and i can't remember if i actually told her that or i went like in depth about it but that's definitely how i felt during that time i'm like people think that they're being selfless when they say that they don't want to have a lot of money or they don't try to have a lot of money but to me that's just like ignorant selfishness because if you're not trying to make a lot of money and you know that there's a lot of other people dealing with money issues it's not like they can just magically allocate that money to people that need money if you're a person who wants to help other people financially whether they need food or something like that or shelter then you would do everything in your power to make more money so you can give those people the things that they need like that's just how it works like the government is not going to go to you and be like oh well since you didn't make a million dollars we're just gonna spread this million dollars evenly amongst the people like that nah that's not how it works and one of my biggest issues when it came to being more like entrepreneurial is spending money on things that would support my business like investing in myself and and learning different things because i was so used to like saving money that i was afraid to spend it on big purchases that i knew i needed in order to progress but now i'm way more comfortable with that now <laughs> And the fact that I can claim those things on my taxes as expenses, that helps as well. And whether you're a freelancer or entrepreneur or just working a regular job, I urge you to learn more about credit, taxes, and just having multiple streams of income rather than relying on one stream of income because you never know how things are going to change in the future and impact you and that might influence your mental health. And me having an excellent credit score actually helped me to get my first apartment with my girlfriend because our finances were looking kind of crazy and we were able to do that really with the help of the real estate agent. But I think that if my credit was bad during that time, they would have probably not allowed us to get that first apartment, which we really needed. I needed for sure because I needed the space and I was just getting stressed out like living with my mom because I just felt like I didn't have the room to be creative and I didn't have access to the kitchen all of the time like I needed so obviously when we got the space the studio space it gave me more mental clarity and the room to be more creative when I feel financially healthy I feel like I can give more of myself to other people like I feel like I can give more love and support because you don't feel like you're having a constant black cloud over you and it makes a huge difference in how you go about your daily life and the more money you make the more money you can use to fund your dreams and also to help other people anyway that's it for the episode i hope you got some value out of it i appreciate you for listening i would appreciate if you rate and review and until next time i'll catch you on the next episode of the Berto Calkins podcast